0: Yo, it's another episode of <laughs> free, free Game, game Friday. Friday. Episode number Thir- 13. 13. Well, yes. who's counting? <laughs> you know how this go, man. Send in your questions. We're going to take 25, to 30 minutes and answer as many as we can.
1: Oh, and if you want personalized help, you can hit the link below or in my
0: bio, and I can help you out. Right. If you got a specific question you won't answer, please click the link in the description, and we're giving out that game for the free for the free let's go free game friday first one is from <laughs> joe <laughs> my kids and i love your music could you edit your music to make it a little more kid friendly no <laughs> unfortunately i can't uh i like to be free with my art and do whatever i please uh, i don't think it's harming the kids at all by hearing me speak uh Freely, I don't think it's doing any damage to them. As long as you're raising them well, they should be pretty great kids.
1: They're going to learn those words eventually. Exactly.
0: The entire world uses them. It's not my music. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this one is from TVOB42. What, in your mind, makes a better punchline?
0: Uh, comedic wit makes a great punchline. Like, those ones where it's like, You just want to, you have to laugh at it. You know, like, so the ones that are funny, like, uh, what Kanye say? I can't even pronounce nothing. Pass that, Versace. (laughs) (laughs) I like those ones that got wit or the ones that just make you like, how? Mud pie. I ain't just come out the dirt. I'm made from it. You know, one of those. You Uh, just quote yourself? This shit dumbing and trying to (laughs) feed an elephant with a spoon. Like those ones it's like, yeah, that's some that's some shit.
1: Or when they're so horribly true that you kinda just have to laugh at it. Like that Dave Chappelle uh stand up
0: Well, I'm not a nigger either. (laughs) Right? Sheesh all those things We're gonna gonna have to bleep that
1: part out. They're gonna cancel our YouTube episode for that one.
0: I can't be (laughs) cancelled. I'm not
1: saying that, I'm saying YouTube. This is yours. What
0: you mean? It's for you to read. <laughs> He's from at DMTS underscore network Did you need a permit to do shows in the yard? No, it's like throwing a house party Like niggas have done their whole lives growing up Uh, I don't need a permit yet They may get to a time where I may need a permit But I haven't needed one yet
1: Everybody okay out there? Alright Alright nigga out there on this tip <laughs> This is from Dion underscore real fam Are there companies that admin for independent artists because registering music can take time away from the art?
0: There are. There are several. There's a lot of independent publishing admin companies and uh, I love SongTrust. That's one that we use. Um, And then Cobalt is also an independent. They're one of the largest independent publishers, but there's so many publishing companies that do it independently that you could just look up. You can Google, but I think the best way is to have them come to you. Be impressive and do dope shit, make dope songs, and eventually they'll reach out. This Wait is from... Is dun, it dun, on me? Dun, yep. This is from at Jarrett T. How much money should I be pushing for IG ads for a clothing brand? Um, I think it's based on how much money do you want to make and how much product do you want to sell. There's not a set amount. I think that when something finally goes, you should... Start with like five to ten dollars and see an increase. And if you're able to make like a two to three times multiple of that, then that tells you, okay, if I run fifty dollars, I'll make one fifty. If I run a hundred, I'll make three hundred. So start small and just see how your product multiplies. If you start with five dollars a day and you're able to make fifteen dollars a day or more, then that's an easy indicator to to ramp it up. What is it?
1: <laughs> this is from T.A.O. Underscore. My nigga dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? How do you start getting small venues for shows? You reach out to them. You reach out to them and you put what your draw is and you put the mm-hmm. dates that you would like to rent the venue. But first, you go on the venue website and you see what dates they have available mm-hmm. so that way you don't ask for dates that are already taken and then they ignore you.
0: Love it. Yeah, and sites <laughs> like Indie on the Move. That's a great site. It's, it's site. it's a venue database. I've All of my early shows, I booked through Indie on the Move. Polestar is a great venue database. They show you historic data on shows, but yeah, ultimately look for them, find a book or email and reach out and put a good subject line and just keep it short and concise. Yep. Who are you? How many people can you bring in? What date you want? And you know, simple as that. If you want to rent it or you want to do a door deal, keep it really short and concise. If you got an EPK or a one sheet, that's a great thing to add to it. This is from Cassidy. Uh it's one AM somewhere. There you go. Should an artist move out of their area, city, or sometimes state, if they can't find success for their music in it. Um, I don't think you ever can't find success because of your area. If you can't find success, you just can't find success. Yeah, uh, I think it's very the the access we have now on the internet, there's um there's nowhere that's a dead zone, right? Unless right. you're in somewhere that's literally a dead zone. Unless but you don't have access right to the Right now, we're really, you could be from Winnie Mucka, Nevada <laughs> and make it with social media today. If you're not successful with your music, it's not because where you're from. I can promise you.
1: <laughs> this is from Phases of My Journey. Who do you recommend for clothing production? SNS Activewear, Pro well, Club. That's for
0: blanks because uh, they don't do oh, production. To make the they clothes don't manufacture for you. so yeah when you do production oh. i mean it depends on what you're talking about uh manufacturing i don't have um many we manufacture everything in house uh we're starting to partner with pro club so they will be manufacturing specific pieces but we make everything in house if you're asking for just like wholesale product then yeah sns active Wear. but for production there's So many companies just look online and look for print shops near you or make that shit in-house.
1: And a lot of the times they'll send you examples so you don't have to commit to anything first. They'll send you examples of what they're able to do and then you can see if you like their product.
0: Yep. It's
1: on you, bud.
0: Come on. This is from at Trip Never Slip. Come on. (laughs) What was your biggest key in your growth? What tools did you use? My biggest key in my growth. Me, not <laughs> My biggest key was T? No, I don't. Uh, I don't consistency. Know consistency was my biggest key. And the tool I used was consistency. Yep. In <laughs> social media. Yep. Consistent social media. Make great shit constantly and give it away. Share it.
1: Content, content, content.
0: Content, content, content.
1: This is from Danae. It's a long one.
0: This some cursive? Who wrote this? saraya and Fancy over there, right? <laughs>
1: and I'm not dyslexic, because I'm going to read the whole thing right. No <laughs> LaRussell, do you, and if so, how, do you maintain a level of privacy slash boundaries slash separation, <laughs> especially considering that you seem hella transparent in your music and also welcome strangers in your backyard of your house? P.S., thank you all so much for being so consistent with this free game. God bless.
0: Aw. Um... I don't have to really (laughs) try too hard to maintain my privacy um I'm kind of just living and if you see me outside people greet me and say what's up and we kind of move and navigate from there people don't usually show up to my home unannounced very very seldom does that happen and that's usually just a conversation away um Yes, yeah, nothing really I have to try hard to maintain. If I'm not in a mood to kind of communicate and speak to people, I usually voice that or communicate it and I could get my space back. But uh, we'll see how this goes as it grows and get bigger. Too busy, tournament. This is from at C434. You tired already? You no. You what? Done? She's looking at the I clock, was having y'all. so much She's fun that I wanted to make sure clock. we She's have like, more time. I'm over it. <laughs> 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 this is from C434. How did you start to pay what you want brunches? I want to do something similar in my community. Man, so the best way to do that is go to a restaurant that you actually love or eat at or dine at frequently. And if the owners fuck with you because you're always there and you always showing love and they're a fan of what you're doing, it's an easy call. Right, I suggest that either offering to cover half their expenses or all of their expenses, so they don't have to take a big hit. If you guys lose, you guys lose together. If you guys win, you guys win together. Simple as that.
1: This is from Indie Pop Media. Is there anything you won't rap about?
0: Not really. Let me rap. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> This is from at Yo no no seven oh four. Your granny's note. Shut the <laughs> fuck up! Right, nigga. <laughs> all right. Oh,
1: Best playlists and
0: sites you like to use. Uh, I don't use any playlist. I guess Playlist Push. I've used Playlist Push on a few occasions, but um. I don't love it. I don't think it 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 serves in the in the way that I would like it to. I I don't um
1: But is it the website or is it just playlisting?
0: I think it's playlisting in general. I think playlisting has to be organic, right? Mm-hmm. You can utilize sites like Playlist Push. So Playlist Push basically has a um an archive or an arsenal of independent playlist curators that are supposedly vetted. I don't know if they're truly vetted or not, but they're supposed to be vetted, so their playlists have to be legit. And they, uh, basically, you can submit your songs directly to them. They listen to it, and they could choose to add it to their playlist or not, right? So we've done it. Uh, you have to pay for it. Like early, yeah, and you have to pay for the submission. I did it early with, like, the way I've done it with... Um, like back this claim at one point, but it's never really um.
1: You did it with mud pies.
0: Mud pies, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how well it's worked. That's a very tough tough thing to gauge because like Spotify will show you what plays are coming from playlists, but it's never um in abundance. So I don't even really know the validity of the playlist. Right, mm-hmm. I, I did it to see, and each time it hasn't really um. I haven't mm-hmm. seen a substantial difference, so I'm unsure. But I do know early on. When I did playlisting for the way, that shit really worked. Like it yeah, it was it was abundant. But it wasn't the playlist. What happened is it got on so many playlists that it triggered the algorithmic playlist and then it started landing in the actual editorial shit. Hmm. So, um, I think that playlist sites only work if you're using it in that function, right? To be able to uh build a rapport of the song to where the algorithm starts to see it a bit more it's kind of like running ads in a way i guess Mm -hmm. but uh yeah if you're going to use any i'd recommend playlist push i guess but uh i wouldn't i wouldn't put my money there unless i have like extra money if i had to choose if i had five thousand dollars and i had to choose what to put it into i wouldn't put it into (laughs) there i would put it into ads (laughs) sheesh no, nah, not in a bad way, though. Just like as a useful tool. But I think even if like you have excess capital, then yeah, do it. I think you should do everything that could get your shit more awareness and work. But if, if it's a priority, if this is your last five, don't put it there.
1: Even editorial playlists, I feel like, don't really make that big of a difference. They do, though. Hmm.
0: A difference within the app right because right. look at me now landed on one of the larger playlists but uh man shout out max october from spotify that's my dog man <laughs> and you know like he he loved that song and he put it in and um i seen the jump in streams i don't know if the jump necessarily correlated to like impact externally right. like does it really lead it to, to real in fans some way because they were listening to it i don't i don't think it always makes a real fan but it gives you the opportunity to make it's like an ad if they choose to fuck with it off what they experience in that little bit of time, I you still don't fan. see so the like true value
1: in playlisting. It feels like a it feels
0: fake. It feels like a money radio. It feels like, feels like radio, right. feels like
1: radi- but radio still is legit because there's real people who ride around and listen to radio, and it can really but break they, a song. They
0: do that with playlists. Like but when it's people like, are in gyms and shit, they just put on a playlist. That's true. So it is. It's it's radio.
1: It is radio. It's radio.
0: And it's just it's it's ads. And it's marketing. like playing it's the lottery. It's like if you're depending <laughs> on it to win, if you're depending on <laughs> playlists to change your life, right. It's you're like playing, playing the lottery Because that's in someone else's hand. Yeah. So it definitely it definitely is lottery, but it is useful. Yeah. It's very useful. But it's
1: not going to I feel like it's not um the main tool that you use to break yourself into the industry it's kind of like a supplemental thing that you do to add to your streams i feel like it's it's not really possible
0: though because when when we launched the way i had did a bunch of playlist (laughs) campaigns and it started landing an editorial and like the way was one of the first songs we ever did to do a million streams early like it did it literally within months of it releasing and mm-hmm. i seen it going through the playlist and then people start posting it on ig we also had the video that went viral on twitter so that was like the real world right mm-hmm. but i feel like it was all kind of connected but mm-hmm. it definitely is lottery right like, but did it change your life yeah i mean mm-hmm. we were able to go do shows <laughs> and <laughs> like tessie started getting offers to perform and shit. so definitely nice. yeah but i don't know if that was the play it was everything we were doing everything We never relied on one thing. Was playlist
1: just supplemental to everything else? Or did did playlisting break it?
0: No. Playlist didn't break it. (laughs) We broke it, but it helped expand it, right? It's an ad. Yeah. Playlisting is an ad. So if you have the extra capital, (laughs) utilize it. If you don't, don't. That was great. That was a great segment. See, that's why we gotta okay, I get it. We gotta do the section episodes because they're so deep it can go so deep, right? We should also bring in, like, professionals in those spaces. Right.
1: Uh, somebody who really curates playlists. Yep. What's his Unbiasedly. name? Unbiasedly. You got to look
0: at me now. Max October. Right. Yeah, come on, Max. We got to <laughs> bring you on Free Game Friday. Yep. Yeah, come on. <laughs> All
1: right. This one is from Pastor JVO. Well, maybe we should ask them how they would feel about if we did episodes that were specific to topics or if we should continue to do them kind of a mix, like how we have been. You say what you want. <laughs> uh, does your videographer ever get tendinitis? Never get what? Tendinitis? That is hella
0: funny. That's you. That's hella funny. <laughs> does your videographer ever get tendinitis?
1: <laughs> I'm dead. Um, I'm not 100% sure what tendinitis feels like, so I couldn't truly answer that, but I feel it's like a, no. It's
0: a loud words, also muffling all sound around. You got tendinitis, bro? I, I hear ringing every
1: now and, and again, but I don't know if
0: it's in or, or something. Is it crack, boy? <laughs> it's, it's crack, boy. It's more crack, don't you Nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: My right. arms be tired,
0: especially when he gets to
1: go on for Man, two and a half, three a hours. I'll
0: do show. I'll just look and I'll be like. I'm going keep going, and I'd be like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> if
0: you All ever right. see me on
1: stage, I'd be like this. That's me trying to like stretch my muscles out so that way I can keep going. But yes, it is. yeah,
0: this is from at only for Apollo. How do you determine what <laughs> dyslexia? He's dyslexic. How, right, right, right. Have <laughs> to get him. Spell it. <laughs> D Y. <laughs> 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 How do you determine what deals to accept when people offer money for a percentage of revenue for a song? Man, we covered this a few times. What word uh, had you stuck? Right here. I couldn't. I didn't know what he was saying. Deals? Yeah. Oh. It, was, it was a little rough. So what deals, that's crazy, you interrupted the game for that. Man, the ego could be so crazy sometimes. How do you determine what deals to accept when people offer money for a percentage (laughs) of revenue for a song, man? So we choose that just uh, from the heart and off, like true feeling, right? There's songs that just connect differently and hit differently, and we know how big they are and how much of a long-time stock is it. Like some songs are Disney, and some songs are Taco Bell. Right. And I love both of those. I enjoy both of those. But some shit is just like, no, this has a you, there's a higher entry cost into Disney than into Taco Bell. Right? <laughs> 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 the lowest item in Disney is like a hundred dollars. And it's a corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? So it's different. It's just different. But yeah, we man, we ch- I just try to use the heart, whatever we feel, whatever feels right. This
1: yeah. is from stick me on you. Come on.
0: When are you doing another backyard
1: show? Never. They're never going to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, April. Spring
0: through the summer, man. We turning up. We back. Spring to summer, man. This year going to be crazy season of backyard shows.
1: Special Jeez. guests. Special is, is stars. The, book, the
0: book's ready. Oh, yeah. We got a treat. Gold members, man. Y'all about to get a treat. We got some fun coming. <laughs> How do you record? Oh, this is from at Just Call Me Judy. All right, Judy. Judy. <laughs> <laughs> How do you record? Like, are you in a studio, at home, on the go? All, all of, of them. All of them. All of them. All them. <laughs> yeah, some shit is in a studio. Some shit is at the crib, at my home studio. Some shit is on the go. We recorded songs on the road. Right. Some, we're on the pergola. If we're in the Airbnb, sometimes we're in the big studios. Wherever we at, wherever we feel inspired and sparked, that's where we get it in.
1: That's why all the albums sound different, because he records them in different places and he tries new things when mastering them. Every time. Every time. This is from Luke B underscore 75. Did you ever purchase YouTube beats in general early in your career to put your music on streaming services? Of
0: course. Of course. Out of my 23 albums, 15 at least are just YouTube beats. Or maybe 12, maybe half and half. All of my early shit. Seven. Like everything before. Nah, because even after Taupe, I did like a lot of the Red Bear shit I found on YouTube. Oh, that's YouTube. I mean, I end up connecting with them, but it was all through YouTube. Because they're not
1: real, like YouTube. They're not available on YouTube. Those they are packs are. that they sent you, or those beats are available on YouTube. Some of them are some, yeah.
0: some are like, man, Do That Little Dance is a YouTube beat. Yeah. Premonitions is a YouTube beat. Like those are my homies now, so now it's like a different relationship. But those were before I even met them Like there was, was YouTube. Hey man, shout out to YouTube producer. There's not even a YouTube producer. You're just a producer who's on YouTube, right? Right. <laughs> shout out YouTube though, man. I was able to lift my my shit. Tessy shit. Every shantae Everything we've dropped have been YouTube. That's my first go to. Cause YouTube, you ain't got to deal with all the bullshit that may or may not come with dealing with you know a producer in person. Put your shit out. Send that split through. You're done. Everybody happy. (laughs) (laughs) It's on you. This is from at Micah Jerome. You done?
1: You looked at the time too. This is crazy.
0: (laughs) If I have a complete project, (laughs) should I release the project as whole or release sing sing? Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
1: <laughs> she put that there because that's what they put. And she didn't know if she should put singles or if they really just didn't spell it right. She's funny.
0: You're funny. <laughs> she probably didn't know right. what a signal was it, okay. if it's if like I a real music a term. Project: Should I release the project as a whole or release singles first and then the full project? Um, I think it depends <laughs> on where you at in your career and what type of music you have, right? <laughs> But I think we're learning uh, lately, like, releasing singles before is a cool thing to do, no matter if you want to. I like it. Because it just builds that, like, buzz and anticipation. And if you have a song that's streaming before the album releases, then when your album release, you already get those streams as well. And I like
1: the early, uh, like, pre-release where people can save your album. Pre-save, that's what it's called. Like, when you drop your singles and then you offer a pre-save. I think it just... It's like... um, It's like how people can order a Tesla before it's actually available. So then in March of 2023, you're going to get a Tesla at your door, but you ordered it in February of 2022. And you had to wait all that time. But it's like, I don't have to think about it anymore. I'm still going to get it as soon as it drops. It's like Christmas or layaway. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so you don't get to drive it with a single at least you get to listen to it so yeah but no close. I'm talking about
1: the pre-save <laughs> it's like and then when it becomes available at least in Apple Music I don't use Spotify but in Apple Music you get a little notification that says like "La Russell's Omaha album is available now so and I, it's already been downloaded into your library and you can save it and you can so yeah I library.
0: mean whatever whatever you feel you could do singles or you could just release the project but I think what's important is releasing content alongside whatever you choose to release right
1: it's because it drives people to the streaming platform. Right. It's I feel like it's hard to find new artists on streaming platforms now. There's so much trash out there that it's like, <laughs> it gets exhausting. I really enjoy finding Where new artists. Where find
0: new artists?
1: Um, I always go to my browse page and then I have like curated playlists for me. So Apple will curate like a chill playlist and a new music playlist for you based off of what you listen to. And I'll go through there. And then I'll also go through the genres of new releases. So you
0: find new music through Apple. Yeah. I don't use Spotify.
1: I have a Spotify account, but
0: but, you don't get it through like YouTube or social media, uh,
1: social media too. But I don't really scroll social media too much to find it, but Oh my God, I sent you a girl recently. Um, But yeah, sometimes I'll find people through social media. um, Like, you know how when you watch a reel, if you scroll, it'll take you to the next reel. And because I always stop and listen to music, it I those are the ones that are suggested to me the most. So Boy, I found a lot of great
0: people. To me but booty. Yeah. <laughs> you know All why? Is booty. You know why? Right? <laughs> That's <laughs> <only> it. <liking> booty. <laughs> how do you find new music?
1: What if you're looking for new music? What do you go? What um, do you go? I do
0: the same thing you do. Mm. Mm. Shuffle. You
1: still use Pandora? No, but when I
0: do? Shuffle, huh? because yeah, on uh, Apple Music, the uh, the curated for me, usually I just let that I just let that play while I'm editing photos, and if, and if oh. something catches me, I'm yep. like, hey, this person hard. I find damn near everything through YouTube. My YouTube algorithm is for not like it's whatever you, yeah. whatever you use most from
1: whatever. I feel like whatever you use most usually will send you the best stuff because you've you've told it what you like.
0: True.
1: They they can see how long you stopped and looked at a post for and they, they have it down to the millisecond. So if you were scrolling aimlessly and you were scrolling and you stopped for a half a second and then kept scrolling, they know that that caught your attention a little longer than everything else. And they're going to send you more stuff like that. Yeah. They're Bill-
0: It's crazy. Uh, before we did the live, he uh, texted me and he was like, 156 people opened the email that we sent for the live. And I was just like, this is crazy. Yeah. It's odd. Crazy <laughs> not really, though. It's because, creepy. Like, no, yeah, except <laughs> when you're running, like, it depends on what type of business you're yeah. running, right? And what you're trying to build. It's, you need that yeah. to build infrastructure. I enjoy you it. Know, you can't fix
1: a problem. I enjoy right? it in a way because I'm more likely to see stuff that I enjoy. And I would rather see stuff that I enjoy than,
0: exactly. Right? This is from Az- Souza 5 Do you prefer multiple producers for an album or just one? If you know my catalog, then that's that's an easy one. I'd much rather prefer one. One to three, three max, but really one. It just makes everything easier on the business end. And for me, in terms of cohesiveness, it always sounds better when I work with one producer top to bottom, because we're just like creating a metaverse, a world with that album, right? But, um man all of my early projects were really great albums too and they had a span a slew of producers but now yeah (laughs) i really i really try to keep it between like one to three because we actually do real real business now on the music and now learning with sync and shit like it's so it could become a mess if you have a a, just a ton of people and everybody has different lives and the different ways they do it could just really become a mess So to start off and make it easy, find somebody you really love and just do one. Even if you do YouTube beats, like I do some of my projects, if it's a YouTube beat, I'll use one producer for the seven or eight, just so I could try to keep that cohesion and just make it easy when I have to do the back end.
1: This is from at the casino underscore. To be a major independent artist, do you feel like touring is important?
0: We just had so, a meeting. So, yeah, it's important, <laughs> but I don't know the necessity of it in today's time depending on where you want to be as an artist, right? Some artists don't have to tour, and they can, you could be very successful. You can make a lot of money. You never NBA have to young come boy. outside, right? And you can have crazy streams. So, yeah, but uh, depending on what type of artist you want to be, I think touring is very important because your live show is your experience, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool to watch Disney movies, but going to Disneyland is a different experience, right? And that's really what makes people, like, fall in love with whatever you're doing. Like they. But they,
1: why do you think people wanted to go to Disneyland?
0: Because they seen the movies first. They hear the music and mm-hmm. then they want to go to the place that made the music or made the movies. That's why people want to come to our shows. They hear the music and then they're like, I wanna go, right? Experience yeah. that.
1: Some and sometimes it's the other way around. Like I've had a few people at the end of shows be like, My friend just invited me, I had never listened to his music before, but now I'm a fan for real. And it's like, that's damn, tough, that's dope. Right? Their
0: first time hearing you was live. Right? That's and, incredible. And that's the, it could go either way, right? You can yeah. leave Disneyland, someone could just take you and you could leave there and be like, I, I gotta go out <laughs> what the fuck this <laughs> is all about, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So definitely works. But I think your live uh Your live show is just your experience beyond the music. Mm-hmm. Like it's your space, your energy that you're able to cultivate. So it's a very important thing. But in today's time, it's also not a necessity. You could be a very successful artist and never have to perform.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It depends on what kind of success you're going for, because those artists usually feel really disconnected from their fans like your fans love no, no. you deeply and i don't know like you think nba
0: YoungBoy is disconnected from his fans
1: i mean i'm not a true nba YoungBoy fan so i couldn't tell you what it feels like to be a true fan and like if you feel close to him or not but i don't know it feels a lot less personal like you get to you talk to people at your shows like even uh umi like, she didn't talk or come out and hug anybody, but you got to feel her energy as a human at when you went to her show instead right. of just seeing her through a screen or listening to her music. I already knew she was a very, like, she feels like a fairy, like, right. through music. <laughs> but then I got to experience a fairy in real life when I went to her show, and it just felt different. Like, I, I loved her as a human instead of just loving her art.
0: You just trying to hit.
1: <laughs> All right, this is why your- are you laughing?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. All right, show's over, guys. Ooh, me. <laughs>
0: I'm just kidding. Alright, this is from Coach <laughs> C Matt 16. Is there plans to come to Texas? Yes, sir! We are coming to Texas (laughs) next year. It's almost finalized, so we will be in Texas, man. We've been getting a lot of demand, man. Our boys are from Texas. We coming to Clover. If you guys
1: have questions about where we are going to be coming next, we are going to be announcing where we we will be very, very soon. So just stay
0: tuned. Beautiful. (laughs) One more. Last one.
1: Take us home, boys. This is from Game Changer Clothing. I'm building and creating a clothing brand. Should I focus on one product, such as hoodie or t-shirt, or should I have multiple products? I was reading the 22 Laws of Branding, and it said narrow the focus. And they are right. <laughs> In terms, especially if you're just now building and creating a brand, I think that it's best to have a staple product that everybody loves, that you do really well, and then expand from there. It can become very overwhelming, and you'll end up with a lot of like backstock product, or just it can just be. Become a big mess. Like get great at something first and offer a very great product that makes people love your brand and then expand and try new things and grow from there.
0: It's been another marvelous episode of <laughs> free, free Game, Game Friday. Friday. Where we love to talk our shit, man. If y'all got some questions on anything, absolutely anything, publishing, masters, marketing, splits, royalties, business, consultation, live, content, whatever. It's a link in the bio. Send in your questions, man. If you need a personal consultation because you need some deeper answers or you need your brand to be looked at with a microscope and and some tips and some help, man, you can hit that link in the bio. T is giving out her services. I'm also here, so if you got her, you got some of me as well. You'll see me pop in and out. We'll see y'all on the next one. Come on, we're going crazy this year. Somebody finna come uh, give us a big bag for these. Oh, And it's going to be beautiful because we (laughs) keep this shit rolling, huh?
1: (laughs) Yes, sir. Until next time.
0: Until next time. Shout out Umi.